Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This week in Lee, Queensland doctors confirm it was actually hot sauce that nearly killed him by after another anaphylactic shock with no gingers in sight. Much to the dismay of Broncos fans, Darius returns to playing like Wayne's adopted son instead of his real one. Jimmy Maloney proves it doesn't matter which useless cunt is in the seven, he'll drag him to a win. Plus, we look ahead to round 17 of the 2019 NRL season. All that more this week in League. Welcome to episode 326 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you doing, fella? Look, if if pride could be a person, that'd be me. If that fucking Disney movie with the feelings in it. Yes. When Inside they, out. That's it. When they do the real one or the porno version, I will play pride. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, well, I mean, I thought, I mean, it's funny you mentioned that movie because, uh, like, from the moment when when that trial was awarded, because there was some little doubt, you know, there was some doubt, they wanted to check some bullshit, you know, they wanted to check that, that, that Mitchell Pierce hadn't fucked it up <laughs> before they awarded it, and uh, and so, ever since that moment, when the whistle blew, I pretty much turned my penis inside out <laughs> in, a, uh, in a non-stop... Uh, yeah. One man fucking wrecking crew. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah. This week, like you know, forget the the birth of, of children and the sweet, sweet day of divorce. Like, oh just New South Wales victory. James Maloney leading him to the park. A new fucking non-squeaky chair for me to- Oh, see, I wasn't going to mention the chair because I, I, I just wanted to see if you were like, oh, there was no squeaks this week. Because, you know, you know the, squeak, the squeak's got a, 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 member, a member base of this show that's like just slightly under the fucking real membership <laughs> levels. So, <clears throat> disappointing for those cunts. But, uh, oh, well, look, my buttocks say fuck you to the squeak The squeak is fans. gone. Yeah. As a as a fucking was it kind of the Eagles that sang that song, <laughs> Glenn Frey. <laughs> is that the second time this week? Yeah, no, you this? you did a reference on the other day about the the chin is good. The chin no, is in. Yeah, the chin is in. I was, I was the chin is gone. Chin 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 chin. Yeah, but what was that? That was about that was. Uh, I can't even remember the context of that. That was about Nathan Cleary being fit to play. For was, Penrith, though, yes. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. The chin is in. I couldn't remember if it was if it was if it was because he was selected for Origin and it was before that time he was ruled mm. out. Or no. Anyway, um, now look, the uh, we're going to talk about the Origin first, and uh, what 
a fucking fitting. It was it was a fitting finale. Y- you can't always get what you want. My priority was to get the win, and they did that, and they and they did it in wonderful fashion. I really, really fucking wanted a hand grenade, and I thought for a moment the hand grenade was on. There were two situations. <clears throat> if they had have got the margin out to 18, I think hand grenade was on because there was no comeback at that point. Yeah. Cam Murray just had a fucking pass at the Tommy instead of like sort of thought about left and did yeah, it late and got knocked yeah, out. Yeah. And the other time is, and this, I swear to God, he could fucking, he could bowling ball pick up 10 times the women, 20, 60, 100, I don't care. He could fucking be like the Stalin of, of, of fucking finger, he could finger 24 million chicks against their will. The entire population of Australia, men and women, against their will. If he had have had the presence of mind to go, this try has been scored, 27 seconds left on the clock, there's no way back for Queensland, so fuck the margin, the game's over, Hang the series is over, yeah. I'm pulling the pin on this shit. I'm going to put some fucking grenades on these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and it would have been even funnier too because Will Chambers was right there in the huddle, and so he would have gone, you know, with the grenade as well. And <laughs> no, but see this, like this day and age, though. Yeah. Especially if Fergie Ferg throws it. Yeah. Like you, you know, he loves a fucking sneaky ramp. Yeah. So he would have thrown it, and everyone just starts disco dancing. <laughs> fucking boogie bomb. I would have. T- I would have. I would even if they had to start busting out, you know, various emotes. Like you know, if we had, you know, fucking like yeah, Tommy runs in, throws out star power, and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get someone, someone doing, you know, fucking, yeah, Jakey's fucking, he's doing the eagle, and then you got fucking Teddy's infinite dab. I mean, that should be the, that'd be the shit. Yes. But, um, and, you know, and, you know, probably half the people listening don't know what the fuck we're talking about right now. I'm really happy the way that game turned out. Let's talk about the game, the game itself. Let's go through from the well, start to the finish sort of I, thing. I'm, and Just as, as an overarching narrative. Yeah. It's lovely that Queenslanders thought they were in because that's that's how I've felt for so many fucking years that there's mm, a chance yeah that you fucking delude yourself into thinking that there's a chance and and in game like game two they they, they were pounded yeah yep but emotionally in this game not on the scoreboard mm-hmm. emotionally on this game they were gaped so fucking hard that Queensland fans now all have a belly banus <laughs> which is when they're split open from belly button to ring. Yeah. Because okay. of the massive fucking emotional cock they've taken. Yeah. Repeatedly and have relived. And you know every what? Minute today. It's still only tw- it's still it's still only a fifth of what they deserve. <laughs> and and what and I can tell you it gets worse every year. Wait till they fucking looking at eight. Yeah. And then, you know, well, I mean, Origin will probably be dead by then. I mean, you know, it's only probably got a year dead left concept. in it as a concept. But um, if the Queen, if the Queensland supporters had the uh, testicular fortitude to withstand six or seven or something in a row, yeah. then the next one, then they get even fucking worse. Yes. Like, even, even worse. That's it. But this one, I mean, the game itself, like... <clears throat> Queensland certainly could not have been, come out and been as passive uh, and, and weak as they were in in the second game. Yeah, that's I it. mean things like that. Sure, they're they're really hard to rectify 
within an 80-minute period. But, you know, losses like that, like when teams get hit by 50 week to week in the NRL, they usually turn that shit around like and come out extra hard, which is yep. exactly what you'd expect. And it's exactly what Queensland did. I mean, they their forwards were well on top for yeah. much of the first yeah. half. And uh, the I wasn't worried at, at any stage uh, in terms of, you know, whether we'd get the victory or not. But um, I mean, you certainly did settle down pretty quickly and realise, okay, this is not fucking game two, and this is gonna. If we're to win this one, we're gonna have to actually fucking play and you know play yeah. some football and actually do some tough stuff and not just fucking just romp all over them. I I can't say I was as confident as you were. Yeah, because it was so some- what I was saying like right when right when that like I mean we were we were chatting and I remember right when that try got scored, the first try that Queensland scored, I was like, I was I'm not con- I'm still not concerned. Because for me, they were so far on top, but I still never felt particularly threatened by anything that they were throwing in terms of offense. I mean, it was obviously clear as day to anyone watching that they had a, a you know massive territorial advantage, and they were doing that thing where the territorial advantage just keeps creeps creeping forward creeps because creeps. you know I don't want to I don't want to bring up fucking old shit, but you know there's cunts that just love to like. I don't know if they've got a grass allergy and they don't want any grass to get on the ball, but they just want to kick it straight down cunts' throats every time uh, without fail. I mean, the accuracy is sublime, the, the way they can continually kick it down cunts' throats yeah. every fucking time. Yeah. And that that was happening. Yeah. And, you know, it just allows them to yeah, it, steal it, an easy 10 metres. And a, then when you've got a, a guy a like Munster, yeah. who was, you know, fucking amazing, and, when and you know, and proving, you know, that he's... He should. He should, I, I, at club level. I don't know what the answer is, but holy fuck, that guy should be a fullback. Yeah, like he should be a fullback at every level he plays. Um, Isn't it just it? Like he and so and so when he's playing, you know, when he's showing his uh, natural position and aptitude, and he's showing fullback play far superior to anything that New South Wales had encountered prior yeah. in that series. Uh, you know, kicking down people's throats, especially his throat. Yeah, not mm. not the greatest thing, and so we were just we were, we were absolutely losing that territorial advantage, yeah, the territorial battle. They were creeping forward, you know, sort of you know gaining like five ten meters on us, you know, gross every every set, and you know, but I just thought well, I was just happy that we were actually hanging in there and not conceding. Like if we conceded two tries before responding, yeah, that's when I start to get worried. Because, you know, then, you know, they've got their tails up and, you know, we might yeah, drop our it. head, pressure, home, yeah, but all that sort of shit. My thing was, and I agreed with Gus when he said this in his post-game comments after game two, he, he was actually, everyone else was, oh, you know, this is fantastic. Well, well yeah, I mean, it's like the teams when they're going crazy after winning the semi-final and you're yeah. like, when they've never been to a grand final and they're celebrating yeah. and you're going, hey, fucking calm down, the job's and, not done. And this is what, say what you like about Gus, he, he gets a lot of this stuff because he's yeah. been around so many teams yeah. and so many different makeups. But he said that New South Wales is a group and he picked them spot on. He said they're very good at coming back after a defeat. Yep. You know, after a, a loss, uh, especially when they were favourites. Yep. They're very good at galvanising and coming together and really doing it. He said what they're really poor at yep. is backing up after a win. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and to me, I, I did get that feeling that Queen, the intensity that Queensland came out with shell-shocked the Blues for a little while, mm-hmm. which really disturbed me because it was, well, they, they should have been expecting that because everything about game two yep. was how soft Queensland were, 
and how they didn't look to be hard, and about yeah. how the forwards needed to stand up. And look, I have no, I, yeah. I have no doubts whatsoever that that was a major, if not the major, focus mm. through the camp for New South Wales. That yeah. this is what's going to happen. Be ready for it. And I just think that Queensland played exceedingly well in the first half. New South Wales did the did their their very best in terms of containing it yeah. as be- as best as they could. Yep. And ultimately, slowly, sort of turning the tide to the point where, as it came came into half time, it was a dominant half to Queensland, but they were even on the scoreboard. And I yeah. mean, look, you know, our tr- our try was you know very. It was you know one of those millimeters things. Like I mean, amazing job by Vaughn to, to somehow find a way to get that ball down. Um, except and- exceedingly satisfying that it was fucking Josh Maguire. Old fucking, Ran over. you know, mud eyes. Yeah. That was the one that was around his arm that had the ball yeah. and ultimately control whether or not his arm was going to ground it. And also a genius <clears throat> move to get two hands on the ball. Yeah. A, a lot of the time, that's what fucks mm. people up. They can lose it out of an arm or out of a grasp, but as long as they got that other hand on the ball. Yeah, still good. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Yep. That was fantastic. Uh, and then, yeah, and I think I don't want to get into, into like a ref's fault situation because both sides had some bullshit penalties called against them in the first half. I mean, the fucking P was blown out of the whistle. I mean, to the tune, what was it, something like 12 penalties yeah. or something in the first half? It was fucking unbelievable. I do love that about <clears throat> State of Origin. It self-corrects really quickly. Well, no, 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 not that. But you look, you get ref's falters. Yeah. You do, but they seem to be more on the outer. With, with that, during a, a club game, Someone will ref's fault, and then other ref's faulters sort of gather to them. Yeah. It's a bit like Scientology. <laughs> um, but during Origin, there's much more of that opinion of, fuck, we've had some dodgy calls, but fuck, you've had some dodgy calls as well. Yeah. Is- and, I mean, it helps when that's kind of what the referees yeah. do too. I mean, if if Queensland received 12 penalties to nil in the first half, I'm like, sure yeah, it's a different yeah. fucking story. But both teams got some, yeah, some, yeah what you what, want, pedantic you know penalties mm. and but as a result i mean whether the penalties actually favored queensland or not the stop start style of play that no, multiple penalties was, like that made seven, seven to five new south Wales got seven penalties yeah. in the first half queensland got five and yeah and the stop the stop start style of play that resulted from all this fucking penalty shit it actually benefited queensland greatly because it restricted new south wales from doing the things basically fucking running amok yeah and speed and all those sorts of things that they that they based their game on in yeah. you know in two thousand in two thousand nineteen, and which you know nothing stopped them in game two, and yeah. so they could just put that game plan into effect and just yep. run rampant from you know probably about thirtieth yeah. minute onwards. This one, it was until the second half and until a little bit of sorting out in the second half, you know, in the first minutes of the second half, then. That's when New South Wales win that run, and what do you get? What do you see happening? Shit opening up, Cook running a mark, fucking, you know, it's, it was game two stuff all over again. The only difference between this game and game two was things weren't there was you know things weren't sticking as well. There are a couple of th- couple of reasons to that. I mean, some of it was just magical execution just wasn't as magical this time. Yeah. The passes just weren't like sticking. Um, you know, op- poor options were taken. I mean, there was Cam Murray when he had that that break. I mean, he could have passed early to the left. I think it was probably Teddy coming through yeah. or he could have passed to the right at any stage to Tommy and he would have gone through without a hand laid on him. In the end, he kind of favoured Teddy but kind of made a late decision so it got knocked yep. over. Um, <clears throat> things like that. And I mean, that that blows the game open and probably the other eradicates. Thing well, with New South Wales and and yeah, I'm I'm being very serious here. If you look at Maloney and Cleary, mm-hmm. when they played together in Origin, 
it was very clear, and you know, Nathan obviously knows by playing with him at yeah. club level. Yep. It was very obvious that Nathan was sitting back and Jimmy was running the show. Yep. Whereas last night, it was obvious that Mitchell Pearce had his own game to play. He wa- yeah, and, and, he wa- and that's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing in all situations, but... It's not a ba- it's not a bad thing in game one of a series because I mean and these guys have played together before and, exactly you know, they want a premiership I mean, at the Roosters are they, are they they I mean they know what they I mean they had that game fucking game one what two years ago where we yep. were and they fucking ran a muck yeah. and both scored tries in the first yeah, yeah, half yeah. but um the thing the the thing with it is you, in game three you can't come in as as a featured guest star for an operation that's ticking over beautifully yeah. one of the best wins in fucking history for the club yeah. or for the for the state and and come in and say I'm going to impose my own shit on there what you're going to do is say who am I replacing what's he do sweet fuck all okay I've got to hang back and let it run yeah. because the thing is the thing when Cleary went off in game 2 Graham Probably by default because he's like, "Fuck, I'm no half." Yeah, just stay the fuck like half eight years. Yeah, ago, he, he's years like, ago and I was just stay the fuck out, and I was going to do what I'm going to do, yeah. and then just stay the fuck out of That's it. And Jimmy can do what he is. That's it. And so, uh, you know, and I mean, Pierce was was solid. Yep. I mean, he. But there's there's a narrative. He, he oh, look, I I am so happy for that guy because he's taken so much fucking shit, deservedly. I mean, deservedly as well. I mean, he's done some fucking. You know, he's he's engineered some awful fucking shit. Oh, but look, he he did no fucking favors for himself. When did you hear what he said to Joey? When after, to, after this game? Yeah. No. What did so he say? Joey. All, yeah, all he things I've heard him say, he seemed to be really good. Well, Joe, Joey said to him that, oh, um, you know, how, how does that feel? Yeah, you know, basically, you know, final, finally getting one. Yeah, yeah. Right? Finally getting a win. Yep. And he turned and he goes, oh, I don't know about that. Look, in my origin career, I've, I've had some ups and I've had some downs. What fucking ups have you had, cunt? No, I, I, I don't think, I think you're remembering it wrong. No, he said, I've had some ups and I've had I think some downs. He, yeah, but I think he said some, he said he went, then went on to say some other, other shit after that that basically, you know, contextualized I also saw an interview with him inside I don't know who it was with but it was inside the sheds I think afterwards and he said and they're like you know how's it feel and his comment to that was look you know it's he and he sort of said something like look I've been involved in you know in some in some in some losses before and you know and so he said and basically he said like you know the best thing is I look around his dressing room and to see all these happy guys and like that's the best that's 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 the best thing because it's something he never you know (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, I, I thought I felt his comments were great, and like I was super happy for him to get you know the monkey off his back, so to speak. Yep. But um, but also there's a narrative that he was like some kind of fucking star, and and he was he was adequate. Yes, adequate at best, and that's not a knock on him because so clear that's just, all clear he's ever done as well. Just to add to that though, it's not that when we're talking here, we're not saying that he played a bad rugby league halfbacks game. We're saying that in this team, in the context of partnering Maloney in the halves, yeah. And I think, and you know, like Maloney did not have a very good game, no. especially towards the the end when shit got real. Yeah, um, yeah, he was. It was that bad Maloney, like you know, the 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 niggle, the falling off tackles, you know, ineffective, not even doing the speed bump thing, the slow, like just ineffective, you know, defense. Yes, and all of that sort of thing. So yeah, that wasn't great. But I think what Pierce's uh, injection into the side certainly changed a lot of dynamics and you know, evidence of that was that until the last fucking play of the game, the right-hand side was never brought into it yeah, at all, in, a, in attack. Yeah. Never. And I mean, look, I don't know if 
you know, Munster at the back was, you know, seemed to be more threatening by New South Wales. And so maybe Tommy wasn't as confident in leaving his post as much as in game two to go over to the other yeah. side. I don't know if that was a factor, but what was certainly a factor was, was Pierce was not fucking getting the ball out to that side until the last play of the game. Yeah. They didn't get the ball. That's it. And as a, and, and it just seemed like there was also some weirdly like missed time passing going towards the left as well. So that shit wasn't as smooth. There was just some there, there was some weird weird situations with players just getting themselves out of position as well. I mean, there was that, that time when Teddy made that run, like he took a, a last tackle kick and he sort of ran, you know, ran across to the left-hand side of the field and then, you know, put put the afterburners on and burn yeah. past a few guys at pace. And then it's like, you know, draw and pass and it's fucking whitened next to him on yeah. the left. Yeah. That's Fox yeah. as the try. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. But it's fucking whitened. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, where the fuck are you at, Okar? And I mean, yeah, like it was the last tackle. He, he, he would have dropped back and he was probably getting ready to do a hit up and, you know, like do some, do some heavy lifting yeah. down that end. That's it. But, you know, Fox, get... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> getting the game son. Yeah, exactly. But um, White White though, I mean, I mentioned him. I mean, he was he was uh super super active and involved in the game, yeah. and he was great. And um, <clears throat> this whole series has made me rethink my prior stance. I'd I'd always been somewhat against the whole shoehorn a player out of position. Yeah. In the, and maybe this is just um, you know, what what's the fucking what's the phrase I'm looking for? Lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but it has made me rethink my opinion on. You know what I think? You must have specialists. I think that your original opinion is probably still okay. I think what's happened in this occasion is we've obviously you've got a, a superstar in Tommy that has proven his versatility because he also always plays like a five eight at times and that as well. So he's yeah. proven that. Whiten's obviously you know he's moved around in yep. his career as well, like not centre, but you know still. He's he's proved versatility yep. as well, but I think the real issue, and this uh, this also goes something we'll talk about after when you when you put the thing up in the Facebook group asking Queensland fans who would be in their side next year yep. if they were healthy. The problem, I think, the other thing that really healthily contributed to the amazing backline stuff for New South Wales was the fact that Gay Guy and Chambers. And then they've got like some kind of then you've got Oates and like and and, and shoehorn guest special yeah. guest star are fucking terrible. And there's not a fucking proper there's not a decent center. There's not a great yeah. center. That's it. Anywhere in that. I mean, Oates had a very unhappy like uh, he had he had a okay yeah okay you know he was he was even in game two he, he fucking didn't score a try that you would normally score, he fucked the yeah, try. That's it. You know so let's let's well, say he didn't have a happy although- series. Yeah. Like you remember, we were talking about that that game two try that he scored. Yeah, like it took fucking the whole New South Wales team and their trainers and twelve fans to yeah. drag the cunt over the sideline. Like, <laughs> it, it, it would be tough, and I know Darius Boyd made a fucking career out of being on the end of Greg Inglis's passes. But yeah, but let, but, but let me tell shit. you, when you don't have when you don't have Greg Inglis in the centres, you don't have. The the fucking yeah. wingers and everyone sucked in ten meters from the sideline yeah. to pass to an unmarked exactly. fluffy. Yeah, but I'm saying I would Corey Oates. Yeah, would would easily be in my top three influential solo wingers, like who who aren't influential because of who's inside them. Yeah, yeah, like okay. he he yep. just makes stuff happen. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, but it you're a hundred percent right. Queensland's backline didn't offer anything in attack that they weren't given. 
Munster was the catalyst of absolutely anything. Yeah, that that left hand side for them, yeah, coming up against the against you know Kotrick and Tommy and Ferguson and Tommy and that. Yeah, like you, you know, with Morgan and then Umbai, and the, you know, I mean, you're not. They were never gonna generate fearsome stuff that was going to strike, you know, terror into yeah. the hearts of New South Wales defence. And so it was always so. The only time that right hand side in the series was ever threatened was. They had the try that Oates scored against them, which was after in game one, which was which was after um, you know Chambers had gashed them badly, you know, yeah, like, yeah. You know, all the way down and all the way down to the other corner. So it was just one of those scramble sort of situations yep. where they ran out of bodies. Um, but otherwise, not a shot was really fired down that side, unless you know occasionally Ponger would sort of sniff around there. But even he started going to the to the other side, and then Munster started going to the other side, yeah. and they looked fairly, you know, they he Munster always seemed to look, you know, reasonably dangerous. And I mean, and and Chambers had you know another long another long break in this game, which once again was probably his fourth long break in the yep. fucking in the series, and resulted in his in the zeroth fucking try. <laughs> from it because he wouldn't pass the fucking ball to an unmarked yeah. support player. Um, the, so I just the think their thing. center stocks are at all time fucking low. Like the, a long way to get there, but ours would look great because they're supreme, you know, elite players. Yep. Assisted by the fact that they weren't playing. I mean, like, I'll give Chambers credit as being a proper center, but I mean, a proper center and you know what you're getting and, and his deficiencies and Gandalfism are well yeah. fucking documented. Yeah, that's it. So they weren't really up against the fucking lot. The other thing I'm starting to think, though, is it may just be a product of this new style of game we're seeing where speed and intensity is the number one requirement yeah. for, for dominance in a game. And and really, does that mean all you need in those positions like centre is somebody with ticker for 80 minutes, which Tommy... Athletes and, who can and tackle both, and... Both, yeah. both were. And who are also intelligent and intuitive enough to be able to just work with whoever's around them, mm. in, instead of I guess maybe those people who are set in their ways. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, we'll see next year. It will, but um, look, it was very, very pleasing. Um, you know, I don't want to say that everyone in New South Wales did their job. I mean, after a win like that, and it's a series win, I don't really want to shit on anybody in there. I mean, everyone everyone had their moments, and and people who didn't have their moments, they didn't cost us the fucking series. No. So, so. Oh, look, I'm I'm very happy that that we finally got to see some guys. Like, I think Dale Finucane Oh yeah, was a he's in there. fucking absolute gun. Yeah, and. And, and he's we'll there, always- and he, and he has to be there for for yeah. you know for as long as he can be there now. And by virtue of his position, yep, he's an unsung hero. You know? And th- and that's um, one of the other be- the beautiful things. I mean, when you think about it, look, Teddy, young as fuck. Yeah. I mean, Ferguson doesn't matter because Kotrick's there and he's young as shit too. Yeah. Tommy, young as hell. White yep. young. Yep. Fox, super young. Yeah. Then you've got you got then you've still then you've got your guys like I mean Pierce. You know. Maloney's gone. He's gone to England, or whatever. So he'll yeah. be he'll be gone. Um, but you know, oh, it's Cleary, super young. I don't yep. know who's going to come in. You know, in the in, into the sixth next time. I don't know if Mitchell Pearce will be back. Um, and yeah, you know, and he's not particularly young. But then you look at you got Finucane, not the youngest guy, but he's still got plenty of years ahead, and he'll be and, there. And forwards, can, like you look at Matt, Matt Scott at the tail end of his. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's like fifty eight years old or something brutal. like that, and he was, and he he, he would have played. Um, um. But yeah, it's still you know, young guy like yeah, Jakey Turbo, young as fuck, Cook, yeah. young, yeah. Clem is young, like they're all, all these guys, yeah. Like, you know, so 
Murray, young, like Murray, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I mean, I think he might Fuck be fucking off. related. I'm a fan of Murray. He so. might be related to Matt Moylan. I mean, that motherfucker looks 12 years old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, learn to pass it the right, though, Zoolander, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Like, it, you, I look at Murray playing, and and he's one of those guys who he'll, he'll take a run, and, and he might sort of drift across field a little bit, and then spot a gap and accelerate a bit. And just get absolutely fucking poleaxed. Yeah. And he just gets up and sprints fucking quick as you like back into his position on the other side of the field. <laughs> giant fucking grin on his face. Like it, yeah. Warps yeah. the cockle. I mean, like, on the on the other side, uh, uh, like Ethan Lowe, how the fuck is he not there instead of Matt Gillette for all three games? Yeah. I'll tell you what. Next year he will be. Fucking oath he will be. Because, I mean, that guy, what a, what a superstar. That's one of those uh, those origin of booze when you see him get called into the squad at late notice or whatever because someone's injured. Yep. And you're like, oh, you know, whatever. And he just turns into this dude that grows an extra leg and you get the absolute best version of him that yeah. anyone's ever fucking seen. Yeah. And just, uh, you know, incredible. Um, but the, yeah, it's cliche as fuck. Yeah. But how many origin games have been won and how many have we seen fucking lost? By just people having that extra fucking bit of effort yep. when it counts. Like, that's what Jonathan Thurston was made for origin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because when we go into that well troped out thing of yep. you know, talent versus effort, yep. he was on every fucking ball. He was in every fucking play. He would ch- he would be the first one at his kick. Yep. You know? Just that. That's what wins origin games. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it was that, that was like an attitude that permeated through the entire New South Wales side this year and was, you know, one of the big reasons why they won. I mean, you, in the years past when you had like, you know, like, you know, when you think of like the Farrah Gallon sort of years, and I mean, I'm not singling those those players out, but just the general- I am. They're the, both fucking cunts. Well, yeah. They deserve but, the worst in life. Yeah, they are. But they're not, but they're not actually, I'm just that's, I'm just using them just to timestamp the the, the, the the epoch, not, not so much them personally. But in that era, like, you know, people make a break, you know, and like Jared Hayne or someone would do something fucking brilliant. Yeah. And he has to take, you have to take the tackle. Yeah. You have to take the tackle. Now Cook does something. He could go himself if he if he wanted to. Yeah. But he's got fucking guys on each side streaming through. Yeah. Teddy makes a break, yep. and you know you got fucking Turbo and White and, you know, yep. and Fox is coming. Yeah. Every time a break is made, yeah. They might not execute it, but there's fucking options, and They're it's there. there to be executed. Yes. And and that's the thing because what that does is if something fucks up, then mm-hmm. you know, when a pass goes to ground or you know some somebody knocks on or whatever it is. All of a sudden, there's four people there ready to fucking defend. Yep. In, instead of one solo, one or two that do that, it, it's all the difference in the fucking world. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I can't say too much wrong with with the way New South Wales plays. If I had to go looking for things, you know, um, in I guess a hypothetical, my concern would be about when things don't go their way, because they got back into a stage and it was the referees that. Yep. You know, let, let the game flow a more, that brought New South Wales into where they felt comfortable. Yep. I wonder what would happen if he just stayed in that fucking stoppy, starty, grindy thing. Yeah. I'd really like to be confident that, that okay, this this is the, the conditions we're in. We need to find a way through yep. this. Yeah, but, um, you know, as bad as, 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 bad as that- play uh, together three times a year. As, you know? bad as, as bad as that got, it was still eight all. Yeah. 
It wasn't like they were no, fucking. No, no. Like, like, if, yeah. if I had to look for something, right, yeah, that I was concerned with. So. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, they got they got a little bit a little bit choppy and a little bit raggedy in the you know in the closing stages there. Yeah, and um, I mean, and you know, like brilliant from Cherry Evans to lay on that try for for Papali to tie it up at the end. But come on, I mean. Like he fucking literally did it twice for Curtis Sirenin last week. I mean, that's he yeah, do, he's yeah. done it for Suli a couple of times. Yeah. This I mean, the fucking looking like he's going out the back and then sending it to a guy short off his shoulder through the you know through oh, that, the gap. That's not even I a, mean, that's not even a cherry thing. Like, I mean, no, he does it every he does it every fucking game. But so I mean, that's it's something that you know you need you know keep your line. You're ten meters out, and I mean that that, that try for fucking for for Maguire was unforgivable. I mean, Maloney was sort of stood there. And and yeah. watched it and yeah. and for him to carve through like about four guys and carry two guys over the line essentially um yeah that was fucking ordinary that was the only thing that was the only down moment i mean like the first try that queensland scored i didn't like it but i understood it because you know new south wales have been doing that thing you know and having the fullback in the line until yeah. like the last couple of tackles so queensland capitalized kicked early you know i get it um but yeah all in yeah. all though pretty uh pretty pretty happy and then for it to end on like something that queensland or you know is renowned for doing and has done several times through the history and getting deciders and new south wales have pretty much never done yeah i mean to get one of those fucking like you know coin miracle moment you know bullshit fucking tries out of nothing it was just uh, you yeah know, fucking tremendous yeah and look you know, i had a very relaxed second half of this game yeah i um i took my young fella to his first origin party. Okay. And by party, you know, just around our mate's house who also had Cabana a, fucking a, a cheese age. <laughs> Chats. No, no, <laughs> Bowl full of keys. No, 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 just <laughs> just sim- simple. Yeah. Steak and salad. Yeah. There you fucking go. Oh, and some fucking organic mac and cheese with vegetables as the sauce. Which is okay. Fucking great sneaky way to get kids to eat shit. Yeah. It looks like cheese and it's on macaroni. Yeah, get it in yet. Yeah, we've actually done. No. I think we've got a, a. I don't know. I don't know. Some sort of celebrity chef did a book like that with all sorts of food that looks like shit, look like junk food. Yeah, but it's got like all these secret fucking yeah, veggies and stuff thrown in it. And yeah, and there's a mac and cheese <laughs> in that one, which actually does the job. So yeah, and the the boys are five, and there's a, a two year old younger brother in the house as well. Yep. And so they, they got through most of the game and then, but you know, the kids can yeah. sit still. and there's a, So they've gone off to play and they've ended up playing dress-ups. Okay. And they're coming around. The guy whose house I was at <clears throat> is a Dragons fan. Yeah. So is his wife. Yep. They met at a Dragons game. Oh, my God. And I shit you not. She's Skull's daughter. They, their youngest, <laughs> as we were leaving, we were getting ready to go. He's come out. He's gotten the stuff out of the dress-up room. The son of a Dragons fan has walked out with a belt around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> and then you immediately reached into the lolly bowl and threw him a fucking <laughs> snack-sized Mars bar. <laughs> and I drove the 10 minutes back to my house. Yeah. Because the other thing is, fucking gorgeous kid. He's got a, um, not in a Mario way. Um, <laughs> it's... Um, Gorgeous blonde hair. You don't, you, don't, you don't want to snatch him while fucking no, he's eating tapas. <laughs> um, but he had blonde hair. So I yeah. drove 10 minutes home singing Suicide Blonde and giggling to myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so clever. 
<laughs> Children autoerotic asphyxiating themselves is fun. <laughs> but, <that's, so> yeah. <laughs> but then, like, you know, because an instinct, yeah. when he did it, I went my phone out and I took a photo. Yeah. But then I was shitty and I'm like, yeah, no, I can't post a photo on my friend's child to social media. And <laughs> the suggestion that he's going to fucking die jerking off in a closet, that's... That's bridge too far. I, 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 look, I, I, I feel like you would understand. <laughs> We've had some laughs. I think you'd understand. <laughs> well, no. not on social media, but like just as a joke amongst <laughs> amongst yourselves. That's what this is. A joke amongst friends. <laughs> exactly. Oh, all you thousands and thousands of people are friends too. <laughs> well, they feel like they know us anyway. Except Queenslanders. Yeah, well, you're our friend from the back. From the back. Oh, seriously, like fucking, just get. I want. I would. I want to grab Queensland's hair and fucking pull it down there, and you know, stuff my balls in the mouth as well, and yeah. Throw up on our dicks, Queensland. (laughs) Now you put it on the um, Facebook to say, uh, as I mentioned earlier, to uh, Queensland fans, provided like assume that everybody is on the table and available, injury-free and so forth. Oh, yes. Who do you pick in 2020? And I think that Queensland are in a situation at the moment where I don't... I Like today, I mean, I tried to put myself in a Queenslander's mindset and honestly, like losing origin, you know, badly is something that, you know, we, you know, we, we can, you know, Correct. draw on, you know, repressed fucking memory very easily. But I think that today in the aftermath of an origin defeat, there's no fucking way you can accurately do this because you know what, who the fuck do they have in, in positions? You know what? Munster won. Boom. All day. Yep. Papali. Papali, yeah, Papali. I mean, yeah, and you want to throw Ethan Lowe in the mix. Yep. The problem with Queen, you know what? I, I think, yeah, Cherry Evans halfback. And I think, you know, may, like Ben Hunt or Corey in the 5 8. I don't know who. Ponga, he's not fullback, so Ponga's going to have to be 14. I mean, I don't, I, I don't mind Ponga at 14. Yeah, put him in there. Um, the problem with, with Queensland is, as of today, no centres have, like, emerged or, you know, as even potential candidates there who who i mean do you do you shift gay guy off a wing or something and make him a center or like there's no there there are no candidates today you'd have to say oh yeah will chambers but it's only like that's literally by default the the thing that i am curious about is i've seen a lot of people wanting to go jake friend over ben hunt look jake friend is a specialist hooker and you got to remember before he tore his bicep or whatever he fucking did earlier in the season it was literally the game where he he stood up and announced himself as yeah he's he's ready and so you know what i you know form you know pending form i say yes because i think one of the things that they did have a massive problem with was not having a specialist hooker and then that would free then i'd be happy to have like you know hunt or Corey, like Corey Norman wasn't he wasn't great or super effective, but he wasn't terrible either. And so one of those Look, guys if, would be in the halves. If you have if you take anyone that made a debut in the halves in origin this year, yeah. he was not the worst. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um So like I think the the you know, I think the halves situation is is probably fine. It's the the centers and the wingers 
just don't know. And it's not, and you know, this production line at the Broncos is fucking seized up too. Yeah. You know, you're getting, you know, when you're getting these fucking Shibasakis and, you know, these Gronks and then they, you know, these Opa checks they ship off the Cowboys yeah. and are fucked as well. Like these, these cunts, and like, uh, it's not like the smorgasbord they had in this, you know, continual fucking production line of amazing, you know, future immortals in the positions yeah. anymore. And the forwards, like Jai Arrow, Papali, fucking Bam Bam, you know, for, for a fact. Yep. I don't know about Maguire. I mean, that guy, I don't, I'm never going to say a good thing about that cunt. No. Fuck him. No. Um, Ethan Lowe, I think, you know, he certainly, he, he earned his spot. Yep. And so if that means it's the end for Gillett, then fucking, you know, so be it. Yep. Um, you know, like Puppy should never have been there in the first place. This, this is the thing that I think should worry Queensland fans because it's what New South Wales faced for a very long time. Yep. Is that there is a team there. And yeah, yeah, centres, we've spoken about them, but there is a team there that it's, yeah, look, they could play. Yeah. There's no one. Like now, you look at New South Wales and it is like it's Cook than Daylight mm-hmm. because he's great, not because there are no no real options yeah. to choose from. Tell it's, you though, if he, was go- if, he was fu- if he was gone though, I'd still be like, I'd still shit my pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, because who's next? Cletus. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, again, I'm, I'm yeah. not saying that that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Queensland in key positions, like they had, they didn't have the centre worry because Greg Inglis was just the centre. Yeah, you know? well, yeah, um, and, you, and you had your Izzies, and I mean, just going back, fucking oh, yeah. since day one, they had they've had great people playing yeah, in the centres. That's it. Um, I'm just having a, a look now. There's really no other. Brenko, oh no, that's just Toto. Yeah, but Brenko Lee, I mean, come on, what kind of crack are you fucking smoking, this, man? This I mean, is what I, I put that to him. I go, hang on, would you, would you not? Have Edric in the back line somewhere. Yeah, yes, given and Todd, I mentioned this that he's you know, a winger and not much else. But you know, I think his form deserves it. Yeah, no, I don't think he's Origin caliber. Ah, oh, look, I'm again. I'm, maybe I'm just uh, a fan of pissing on people. Chip, <laughs> um, Oh, that's an interesting one. Oh, hang on. Team of Corys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I saw the... Coach Corey Parker. I went, oh, fucking okay. Yeah, no, no. Um, that's not the one. Yeah, Munster at one seems to be the popular choice. I think he's, he's he proved he proved it yeah. beyond a, a shadow of a doubt. Cough felt. How didn't he get a look in? Yeah, and you know what? Fuck it. Put him in. I mean, honestly. He's like the Josh Morris of Queensland. If you had, if you had... To ha- if your centre crisis is so fucking bad, you're putting like Mumbai and, and yeah. Morgan and shit in the centres. Put fucking Felt outside Morgan. Yeah. I mean, those cunts can make magic happen. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if he's 5'8 going to. I mean, y- y- Morgan to Felt is a fucking understood combination. Yeah. I just yeah, it's, I, I think the centers are is, is I mean, and look, you know, what? I don't think Oates. I think Oates is on the fucking down down swing. The, the reason I put slow. that thread in there is because that, sh- that should be the real concern, that yep. there's no one that that really screams, I should have been there and, and I need my go next year, which is what we've had in plenty of seasons past. Yeah. I'm even looking at some of these teams that people have suggested and... Uh, and for four and five, they put like, you know, TBD. So. Yeah. That's it. 
So it's just that there is a, a massive lack of quality centers, and that kind of stretches to the wingers as well, because you know when they're making centers wingers and you know shit like that, you know it affects that as well. Um, I think yeah, like, like forwards, you know, I think they're halfway set. You'd have to say that Arrow and Papali are, are locked in. Yeah. Uh, Lowe you know, has earned a game one recall next yep. next time around. Maguire, the you know, fuckhead. I he'll, mean, he's, yeah, he's he'll probably be there. there. Yeah, I think Welch was probably good. Off and Goway, I think he's 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 essential. Um, I, I'm not sold on David Fafita to be perfectly honest. I think he was great. Um, but look, I think they can cobble. I think they can cobble the forwards together. Yep. I think it's just the hooker and the centers, and and how that affects the wingers as well. If they're if they're drafting wingers as centers or centers as wingers, whatever you know. Like I think that once they get that sorted, that's so, the so on. But on the hooker thing though, they still wouldn't still wouldn't be good enough to beat. So South Jake Arthur. Jake Friend in the twilight of his career, do you bring him in? So as you said, that one of their issues was lack of a specialist hooker. Do you bring him in knowing it's probably his last season of rep footy to try and break the three in a row? Well, I don't know. I mean, does is does Turpin you know, is he gonna is he going to, to and announce himself quickly enough to do it? And again sometimes you gotta. These are those these are those questions that the news every year that New South Wales said, Okay, well, let's just take a fucking belting and bleed some new guys and just to try and get some of those old cunts out of the team. Yeah. That was when we'd end up with Robbie Farrett Hooker. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Fucking eat shit, Queensland. Exactly. Enjoy these conversations for 12 months. Fucking enjoy it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to put this thread up once a week. Because at the end of the day, we'll be too busy partying <laughs> and then you cunts can have your meetings. Like, just, that's what you get. The fucking keeping your sister's cum as a pet. <laughs> Okay, now for the recaps, and obviously we're very, very fucking late in the, uh, in the, in the day for these, these things, um, so we're just going to breeze through them because uh, it was like literally a fucking week ago that the game ended between the Storm and the Dragons. Uh, Storm 16, Dragons 14. Uh, we in front of a paltry fucking crowd of just over 5,500. Uh, this one, obviously Storm once again, uh, granted victory via a late penalty goal to Cameron Smith. Yeah. Dragons most certainly did push them a lot further than I would have thought. Fuck, I um, You know, as in very origin-affected you know, side, yep. and uh, you know, look, you know, the storm, storm, uh, you know, they don't go around unaffected either. But um, Cameron Smith and the experience, the difference. Uh, Friday night, we had uh, the Roosters defeating the Tigers twenty four sixteen at Bank West in you know, just under fourteen thousand in attendance. This one, Tigers looked fucking solid in the. It was almost like the state of origin, really. I mean, yeah. the Tigers were solid in the in the first half. Yep. Came out and fucking went back to back in the second half as well. Um, and then the Roosters, once once they hit their stride, uh, once again, Littrell looking like a fucking lord in this game. Uh, yeah. Uh, seems to be getting back to his best. I mean, too much to, you know, you know too late to come back into the origin, of course. Oh, but Here's he, the other fucking trading places bit. Well, we've got Latrell Mitchell. Yeah. Who, who went, like, he's a fucking game breaker. Can't even get selected. 
in fact, well, over, sh- over, well, overlooked by, you know, in favour of two people that aren't even centres. Yeah. Yeah. Look, he he would absolutely be back there, I think, um, I think next next time around. But it's, you know, incumbency is a thing. And provided, you know, like yeah. Whiten is in form, I mean, you'd have to be, you'd be hard-pressed to go, yeah. look, you're the guy that's going to miss out for some other kind of company. So. Exactly. And it's sort of as if um, Whiten or Tommy were, were shoehorned in as a risk or were, yeah, you know, they they both fucking did very, very well. So. Yep, yep. Again, we've got um, lots of centres, Queensland. Yeah, and, uh, and, you know, none of them in fucking Barrowville. I mean, I'm just fucking glad that, I'm, I'm just I'm just glad that, that, that fucking Taree still considers itself a, a part of New South Wales. So well, you can't a, get the next alleg- GI as well as the last alleg- GI. Allegedly, we're already growing the next crop. Yeah, allegedly. You know? The, what, uh, what a fertile ground Tari is. Yes. Uh, Warriors 24 defeated the Knights 20 and uh, at, in their own fucking in their own fucking place, in their own house. And this was the game where the referees almost gifted it to the fucking Knights as well by denying, um, oh, mate, fucking Mamalo his hat trick, uh, yes. a try that he clearly fucking scored. Yeah. And uh, that was a massive turnaround too because that would have put the, the Warriors up by a fairly significant margin. Then you had the situation that happened immediately down the other end with Hiku down injured and the game not being stopped and the Knights uh, scoring... Then to take a lead, uh, you know, right before the end of the game, and uh, it was just through uh, the, the skills of the Warriors that they managed yeah. to get their late try uh, in a bit of a scramble in the last three minutes to uh, take their deserved victory. So I, I will say this about the Knights, you know, um, that that team of kids, mm-hmm. Knights fans should really look at that and get off the fucking Ponga hype train and the the Pierce hype train. Those kids that were left behind are the reason your season's going as well as it is. Yeah, you got the other guys that played Origin steering them around. Now I call fucking but- Mitchell Pierce fucking Han Solo because he just wasn't there for any of the fucking battle at all. <laughs> no, he, he didn't do a fucking thing. In fact, he turned his back on the battle and was just like, fuck y'all, I'm out of here. You, you, can, you can suck my dick. And then it comes down to the final fucking, the final play of the battle. Fucking... Teddy's in his Skywalker. He's already in the fucking trench, man. He's, yeah. and, and he comes in and he goes, and he comes in there and fucking, you know, knocks fucking Darth Vader off balance and he's like, oh, hey, I'm helping. Uh, I would suggest that that's Cam Murray's Han Solo. Oh. Yeah, young, swagger. I think he's... Got- yeah, but I mean, Chewbacca's like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, that was beautiful. And, um, uh, yeah, and comes in, comes in, yeah, and cunts want to give him a medal because he fucking because he because he did one thing at the end. I mean, meanwhile you got fucking you know Obi Wan Trebovich fucking he's he's the one fucking putting Fergie away and telling Teddy to use the force on Mumbai. <laughs> oh. Are you trying to tell us that all Chewbacca's been doing for this time is screaming out hashtag Me Too? <laughs> Oh, fucking um, good sidetrack. Um, and yeah, the Broncos 24 defeat the Sharks 22. This is uh, one of those legendary baby Broncos in quotes things that no, happen. It's not. No, yes, it's it, not. It, 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 it's fucking know, not. It actually is. No, although it's not. The original baby Broncos thing that happened, you know, back in fucking whenever it was, 2005 or whatever, against the West Tigers. This one, that, that, was, that was based on young kids fucking standing up against all odds. Would you like me to tell you exactly what this is? Because I, I can see where you're coming from. I can see where you're coming from. 
And I can tell you, I can, you know, it's I, I can I, I know where I'm coming from. That was just a setup. <laughs> this, this was nothing to do with the baby bronco. This this was to do with the fact that fucking that fucking fat young Dennis Ferguson looking motherfucker Aaron Woods is a fucking liability. <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's oh, that was not even oh, that. that was. This is. Did you watch that? Did you watch that motherfucker's last twenty yeah, minutes? Yeah, no, no, no. I did. I did. And and again, I get this mm. because I've lived this. Okay. Right. All of these other things are plausible reasons for why this game turned out the way it did. Yep. But the actual reason is that Matt Moylan played fullback. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt Moylan, though, I mean, I'm adding this in his defence. I mean, he's you know he he did he did lay on some fucking tries for them. Certainly did. And it's and the other now, it's that now it's that other sound. fucking it's that other bro that that couldn't convert. I mean, all he had to do was kick one of the cunts. Yeah, I know. One. Yeah, just one. Yeah, yeah. but I'm saying it. You now sound exactly as I did for so many years. Oh, denial is it like it like no? It was oh, but he did some good. He oh, okay. did some good stuff in attack. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we can deal with some out of position fullback play we can deal with you know three errors under a high ball that you know because you know the beautiful cutout pass one cutout pass is worth three drop balls that obviously any day of the week um enjoy it Cronulla enjoy it and to be and they and despite not kicking the goals, they still had themselves a reasonable lead going into the last sort of period of the game. Yep. I mean, they were leading what, like twenty-two to fourteen or some shit or ten or and in, something. In a Broncos team with Darius, with no Milf, with, really? Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell. At home. Yeah. In your in your little home environment, the Broncos. I mean, they've got tons of life, you know, Islanders Don't, and stuff in their team. That we'd be feeling, yeah. you know, they would be intimidated by the crosses and the fucking white, you know, the, the sheets over there and stuff. How much business fucking Dollar Shave Club did as all of those brown Broncos tried to get any hint of beard off their face <laughs> before they fucking stepped into that stadium? Yeah, Christ. So, um, yeah, embarrassing sharks, and with uh, you know, the unfortunate news, and probably a, a reason why Queensland came back into the game the other night as well. That um, Wade Graham tearing his hamstring and he's out for like three to four weeks or something. Fucking hell, poor cunt. Um, that was when I when he came on. That's when I felt like the game was fucking heading in the right yeah. direction. I mean, we were already we'd already sort of taken the ascendancy. We were attacking from good position, but we pretty much scored like a tackle after he came on and I don't think he even touched the ball but I mean just his presence there you know made Queensland shit their pants yes. and um and you know yeah I think he was he was on for a couple of minutes tore his hamstring I think we were 12 nil yeah. for that period yeah. and uh yeah you know so the rest te- is history technically he's the Kenobi yeah well, well possibly but he wasn't there at the end though when the when the yeah the death star was taken out well I go yeah I guess yeah you're saying he's dead and he was yeah possibly sacrificed himself sacrificed yeah okay you know I'm I'm, I'm good with that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, where are we? So that was that was it. And everyone else had a buy, and uh, wasn't that? I mean, and, and the games. I mean, don't, without getting too far into I mean, the games themselves, it wasn't actually a bad round of action for an Origin affected round. Yeah. I mean, we had some fucking terrible ones, you know, over the last couple of weeks. Yep. But this one was actually, you know, this pretty good stand. You know, the the first game wasn't, you know, wasn't terrific. But you know it was close. But the the, the other three games were actually yeah. like you know they were great games to watch. I, I really enjoyed. I liked the Knights Warriors game. But you know again yeah. I said that that young Knights team devoid of their 
their rep players yep. really fucking punched above their weight. And if you just sort of, you know, get rid of 80% of the Warriors game, 20% mm-hmm. of it was fucking sexy football. Like, there was some <laughs> fucking great attacking football in there. Oh, yes. Um, but, yeah, no, good round of footy. Okay, so looking forward to round 17, Friday night, pub slot game, Panthers take on the Titans, Panthers at home, look, you got Dean, you got Dean Farre back in, uh, you know, starting the centres, is he going to be a good, the good version or the, remember when he was like the fucking, he was the fucking man, he, he, he had a slow start, but then he became the man the enforcer. for you guys, like he started playing as, as well for you guys as he did, he did with us. Yeah, look, Dean, Dean Farre has suffered from the fucking three keys in the bowl club that has been the side of the field that Penrith outside backs play on. Yeah. Um, and and really struggled to get any sort of firm partnership going. Uh, but it, uh, but positive, po- yeah, looking on the on the bright side, Yo then is not there yeah. <laughs> anymore. Uh, Frank Winnerstein is, is pushed back to the bench, yeah. which is you know as, as good as you could hope for. And then you got Cleary, who's named in the twenty one, but he would certainly be playing, right? Yep. Um, so Titans, it'd be interesting to see how the how the Panthers take the break. Yeah, I mean, like considering that they they've been managing to uh, you know get wins on the board without really looking convincing, yeah. you know, for any any one stretch of eighty minutes. Yep. Uh, you know, Titans surprised them earlier this year. You know, that was a game that Penrith would were easily favourites for mm. and really should have won. And the the Titans put on one of their where the fuck did that come from performances. Yep. yep. Um, there, there's probably almost as much feeling between these two teams as there used to be between Titans and Broncos. Um, That's a fucking pretty big call, though. Really? Well, you know, you look at, and and we didn't get rid of Garth Brennan, but no, Brennan, Brennan's ex Penrith, but um, yeah. Cartwright's there, Peachy's there, you know, Anthony Don fucking faced off Mansour. Yeah. Yeah. True. There's, there's some fucking feeling there, so. I'd never take these Titans games lightly, but I do think Penrith, I still think Penrith, Penrith yeah, should and, yeah. and will get on top. Okay, the uh, late Friday game, the Knights take on the Bulldogs. <clears throat> Hardly television-worthy, you know, Friday night marquee time slot-worthy game. I mean, when they were running out the schedule, I mean, surely they knew what they were fucking doing in terms of the Bulldogs. Um, I'd imagine that all these Knights players are going to back up. Um... If they don't, Pierce the only one named to start on Tuesday with the the forwards all. You know, look, you know, Saifidi's playing for a fucking fact because you know, yeah. four runs and fourteen tackles or something. Yeah, you know, like nineteen minutes stint. Yeah, you know, mate, yeah. thirty grand for that. Fucking yeah, I know. Um, but I would expect all of their Origin stars to go straight back into the side. Yep, and uh, you know that basically just dumps out, you know, dumps shit here forwards to the bench essentially, uh, or out. And, um, and Fitzgibbon being the only real significant out, you know, provide these Origin guys back up. Yep, uh, doggies. Look, 
you know, they do have the ability to surprise them. Doggy coming off a you know two weeks ago before their bye, they came off that upset win against the Sharks where they actually played well and defended resolutely yeah. under you know intense pressure at the death. Yeah, you know I, I would never be confident of tipping the dogs in this sort of game. I am riding the dogs home in every single fucking game they play for well, the rest of the year. I am too for that sen- that sentimental reason of you know please beat the fucking Broncos on the table yeah. and you know potentially help the Broncos. Give them a spoon. Yeah. So I mean, are you prepared to sacrifice a victory? No. For the Panthers to get never. the Titans. Yeah. Well, fuck off. Look, I'm just, I'm just saying. What sort of fucking question is that? Pretty much an equivalent one to the- <laughs> I'm talking, I'm talking about being a sentimental supporter of the fucking Bulldogs. Yeah. Not having my team lose two points. <laughs> fucking hell. The fuck do you think you got here? It's true because, I mean, if you were to lose two points, I mean, you're only like two points out of the Broncos anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> The South Sydney Rabbitohs take on the mighty Manly Sea Eagles. Um, the Rabbitohs have not been able to buy a fucking win over the Origin period. Manly sailed through fairly, fairly well considering yep. the injuries and the and the outs. Um, Rabbitohs not back to full strength, but looking better than they have in quite some time. I mean, yes. they still they they don't have old mate and fullback though, so they got Dwayne back there. But they've got Walker and Reynolds together. Uh, Sam Burgess returns after a you know a, a period out to you know of surgery Injury or recovery or whatever. Um, they don't they don't have George because I mean yeah. Well, they're not going to fucking have George, are they? Because I mean, that shit comes out for a long time. Like a fucking mountain somewhere. <laughs> um, so look, so so it's it, I expect it to be a better rabbit side than we've seen over the last you know month or you know Origin period. Yes. Um, <clears throat> however, saying that the Manly side looking like they're pretty much. Uh, as full strength as they're going to get at the you know at this stage of the season, uh, yeah, guys like you know Corey Waddell is back. I mean, uh, this is pretty much the optimal lineup that I think that Des has at his disposal at the moment with the way that injuries are and stuff, and um, with the only real out being Appy. Yeah, uh, but but uh, you know I like Fainu starting. I mean, if if he can bring a fast start to the side like he does in the you know the, the start of the second half or you know when he usually comes on, yep. then I'm super happy with that. And uh, look, I think yeah. there's a big chance. Um, the, the only thing I, I would suggest may go in South's favour is that they would have had a fairly uninterrupted Origin <laughs> week. Um, yeah, you know, having the buy beforehand, not really having. Anyone except Cook and Murray out of the side. Yeah. Uh, and they hadn't been the issue for Souths. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and with a coach like Wayne Bennett, you could safely assume that over two odd weeks, he's managed to sort of get to the crux of what the issue's been form wise and put some stuff in place for that. Yeah, but I would have thought, not- but I would, you know, but you think with the Wayne Bennett side, do you think that would have happened? You know, you wouldn't lose four in a row or something like that to. You know, he'd 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 yeah, actually have his finger on that before a bye yeah. week to sort of you know shut things down and tinker. You know what I mean? See, yeah, look, I hear what you're saying. I think that's the opposite with Bennett, though. I think he is a sort of guy that needs more time to get to something. He's not a oh yeah, I see it and I'll fix it. Yeah, yeah, just my thoughts. Anyway, while Wayne's had the extra time to work, but so is uh, you know, so is Desi. So uh, yeah, as they as they say, Hasler Diga Ibawai. Uh, Fuck Wayne Bennett in his uh in his uh, smart and Broncos take on the Warriors. That was mainly thirteen plus, of course. 
uh, if you don't understand my Swahili. Um, Broncos versus Warriors at Suncorp Stadium. This game could be fucking anything. It's probably the one that I'm having the most difficulty tipping. Yes. Because who I'm on it, who fucking knows? I mean, this this Darius Boyd in the halves thing is just ripe for exploitation. And holy shit, can you imagine some of these boys in the Warriors? Yeah. Gym? I mean, like he wasn't there. He wasn't there last time they played. And remember last time they played that dour encounter where it was like two all until yeah. like really late and then the Broncos cracked through for a yep. try and that, you know, no team could you know get anything fucking done. I mean, since then, you know, we've had some changes in the sides. I think I feel like the Warriors, you know, would take a lot out of that win against the Knights in Newcastle last week. Um, Put it this way: if they can only do like twenty percent of their game last week was brilliant, mm-hmm. they can up that to thirty. There should be enough points in them to beat this Broncos side, and especially with so many guys that are like one game past their debut in yeah. first grade, and then guys like yeah, you know, Darius, like God, teams like the Warriors should be able to roll the fuck through Darius Boyd at will. Especially because they have so much individual brilliance potential within that team. And I'm saying Milford is the fullback to stop guys like the Warriors. I mean, Milford's not going to fucking out-jump anybody in the Warriors' side if they put up an attacking kick in, you know, well-placed. That's it. That's a genuine contest. He's not not out-jumping anyone. He's a fucking little gnome. Yeah. So, but, you know, at the same time... Yeah, you know, Broncos showed some semblance of fight last week. It's at home. It's the Warriors who fucking knows what they, yeah. where, how they're going to turn up. Flip a fucking coin. Yeah, but you know, we talk about the sentimental teams. You know, and yes, we're hoping that the Warriors yes absolutely pump them hard, just so that if a for and against situation emerges, they still finish yeah, on the wrong side of exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, Storm take on the Sharks at the Korean Housewife. The Storm welcoming back all their guys and critical players like Ado Carr and Munster and, yeah. and Wanda Sykes, Fanukin, as well as you know, you guys like you know, Welch and um, you know, Chambers as well. When you look at it written out like that, it's a fucking impressive catalogue of yeah. representatives yeah, that they've is. got there. Um, the Sharks, they welcome Lose back. For, they welcome back for Feeta. Mm. They Who they've been Graham. sorely missing. Sorely yeah, missing. Yeah. They lose Graham. Gallon's out injured. Yep. And uh, Dugan in the centres with Morris in the wing. Yeah, on the again, wing. just to go back to the coaching side of things, mm-hmm. I think Bellamy would have, you know, guys like Big Nelson that G'd up for, for the yep. match against Fafita. Yep. And looking at how the Sharks played last week, there were some very unhappy moments. Yeah, you know, again, especially for their their halves. I think Bellamy would have perfect plans to really make their nights oh, unpleasant. Just to, just to head fuck them yeah. completely. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And you have to remember um, as well. I mean, in recent times, the Sharks have, have had a, a very good record. Had the wood yeah. over, over over the storm, and like yeah, I just I just can't you know just the way that teams have been travelling this season, in recent form over the whole season form individual players or form they're carrying into games at the moment. I just can't see a path to victory for the Sharks, but I know that this game is probably going to be closer than you we You don't think. want to be trying to get back into form no. in Melbourne against, against the yeah. Storm. And a Storm that has, you know, just welcoming back all their, you know, all yeah, their guys. That's it. So, yeah. Yeah, Melbourne. Okay, where are we? Roosters take on the Cowboys 
uh, Blue Tongue or Central Coast or whatever they call it these days. Uh, look. Is uh, Dallas Morgan named? He's not... No fucking way he's playing. It doesn't matter what they say. He got knocked the fuck out. He, he's gone for yeah. at least a week, maybe two. Yeah. Right? Like, there's no... I mean, these teams are named on Tuesday, so they're obviously all, all yeah. pending the shit that happened that we saw last night. Um, so, Asiad is at 14. Matt Scott returning via the bench after being out injured for about a month. Um, Poor old Cohen Hesse from fucking Origin Hero. Can't even crack first grade. Yeah, the New South Wales dynasty has affected many people in different ways. Yes. Standing up against fucking racists and Nazi sympathisers for years. Exactly. Roosters starting to find their way back to their, their form. Uh, they'll be very happy to welcome back Jake Friend. Uh, I think it moves Radley to, to lock, which is a better position for him anyway, I think. Yep. And um, you've got SST as well. He returned. I mean, he's fucking huge for them. And um, they say that Teddy and Cordner will not be backing up from Origin in a, a massive act of disrespect. Yeah. Roosters will still fucking win, though. Yes. West Tigers take on the Parramatta Eels at Wankbest Stadium. So it's a home game for the West Tigers, but at, the at, Parramatta. the, at, at Parramatta's home field. Yeah. Fuck so, um, Mumbai, fresh after his momentous success in, uh, in the centres in origin, is going to play centres for the West Tigers. Uh. <sighs> Eels, what do we got? Penny Charapo suspended, so you got a new core in there. Ferguson's been a backup from origin. Parramatta are a team that is fraught with danger in tipping them because yes. you never know. But Bank West Parramatta is the more reliable and higher point scoring version yes. of Parramatta, right? Well, they're comfortable. It's their home. And it was a, it was a, it was a Bank West when they fucked yeah. the Tigers up. You know, yeah, yeah. That, that was when the Tigers went on a week long social media campaign to remind people that it was even their, though it's at Parramatta, it was it's their jungle. Their jungle. So uh, yeah, so so it's it's it's. Uh, you know, at least in terms of naming the, on the H and the A this week. I mean, it is their jungle, so let's see what happens this time. I imagine they'll be a little bit quieter. Dragons take on the Raiders at win. Now, the Dragons, they'll welcome back Hunt, Vaughan, and Frizzle and Nizzle. Um, <clears throat> I'd imagine. James Graham is, uh, is is looking like a you know, potential return from injury as well. Tarek Sims comes back from his suspension. Um, you know... Much stronger dragon side. The uh, Raiders, Kotrick's back, mm. and uh, Papali to back up from Origin. So look at the end of the day. Form form tells tells me you know Canberra. Yep. Uh, the Dragons were you know very creditable last week, but you know the Storm were massively massively depleted. And yeah, I mean the Dragons contributed guys to Origin as well, but you know yeah. like Storm's got like six or seven guys. I mean it's fucking ridiculous. Um, the, the thing is, you look at Canberra's last loss, and that was, a lot of that came down to, you know, Jack White had an unhappy night mm-hmm. that night. And I, I don't think you can bank on that happening, you know, just, just yeah. so accurately as to tip against the Raiders here. Yeah, and teams, like, I do, teams with New South Wales players as well, I just imagine, 
Yeah, you know, coming go, back with an extra six inches. And, yeah, exactly, yeah. and just feeling like fucking gods. And I mean, and Queensland players, you know, can work on their on their behalf as well. I mean, they could come back, you know, except, angry, you know. Except poor fucking Boyd Cordner. Did you see the, what happened to that poor cunt after the game? No, I did not. What so happened they, after the game? Well, you know, like after the game, everyone sort of New South Wales are hugging and giving you know, yep. firm embraces and yep. all this stuff. But poor old fucking Cordner, he's walking through, he's shaking hands with anybody. And then he gets to fucking Cherry Evans. Yeah. And, like, I could legit see Cordner trying to stop the handshake for 10 seconds. <laughs> There's Cherry's there. Oh, that's a really good game, mate. Thank you. I just want to say, like, I'm the captain of the Queensland team, and I know that you're the captain of New South Wales. So I just think it's important that, you know, from captain to captain, I tell you that you've played a really good series. And, and I think that even though we lost, it's uh, it's something that, that I've really enjoyed playing against you, and I'll see it as a challenge. And I'm really looking forward to being back here next year. And fucking Cordner's trying to fucking kill himself just to get out of the fucking conversation with this daft cunt. So I, I, I don't know how he. Backs Having up said that, though, I mean, like any Cordner, sort of mental clarity. Cordner, Cordner sounds like a guy. I mean, anytime they put a microphone in front of him, though, I want I want him to fucking run an HIA on him <laughs> because he's he not a smart man. He is he is the epitome <laughs> of like the fucking. I just want to play football. Like. <laughs> That's it. I worry. I, I hope he's getting paid. You know, I, I hope fucking Politis is teaching him how to fucking flip forwards because because <laughs> <laughs> I, I worry. I worry about his, his capacity <laughs> to do anything. Oh, <laughs> at least, at least fucking Nick. At least teach him how to fucking detail a fucking forwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Fucking is around. Oh, nice. Lovely. I had a, a good email the other day from, uh, I mean, a sad email, but a great email from our buddy uh, JDHD. He said, I'd like to pay tribute to my nana. She had a massive stroke on her 80th birthday last Wednesday and passed away peacefully at 2.45am on the following Saturday. I'm writing because my nana was the loosest cunt that ever walked the earth. And after having four sons, I assume that's literal as well as figurative. <laughs> I heard her say you could walk in there and go to sleep to one of her four boyfriends a couple of years ago. Yes, four. Brace yourselves. I was actually going to bring her to the tour meet up this year because she could have drunk any of you fucksticks under the table, but now she's in the afterlife badgering Jesus into making more wine. She drank three bottles of uh, Hennessy at my cousin's wedding last year, for Christ's sake, <laughs> demanded that we play some real music, not this umbop shit, and then started throwing down to Slipknot on the dance floor. She was 70 fucking nine at the time. I once walked into her bedroom and found a bong on her bed. Yes, a bong. When I asked her about it, she wouldn't tell me where she got it, but did tell me she stole weed from her neighbours. Next time I visited, that bong was in a display case that all nanas have in the hallway, right next to a picture of Jesus. When she passed, we went through the house and found about nine hunting knives hidden in secret compartments under the floor. What the fuck, nana? She was also a Sharks fan for longer than anyone and told me such. She reminded me about 50 billion times when she put, that she supported the Sharks when they were a feeder club for the Dragons before they were elevated into the New South Wales Rugby League. She attended their first ever game in the second tier comp in 1963. She told me they played Wentworthville and got flogged. When they won the softest premiership ever in 2016, she'd supported them for 52 years. They were celebrating their 50th anniversary at the time. She earned the shit out of that premiership and apparently knew more about the club's history than any cunt in the building did. She was a phenomenal rugby league institution at her local club, running the tuck shop, driving my dad and uncles to their games, and then when they grew up, driving kids whose parents couldn't drive them to games instead. She did this until 2012 when she broke her arm falling over in Amsterdam in a marijuana bar. 
She was the greatest woman I've ever known, and I badly wanted you all to meet her at the Twill Meetup this year and listen to her gronk off about her beloved sharks. She was basically what Special K wants us all to think he is through his online persona. <laughs> and I'm going to miss her more than I can describe. So everyone, whenever you, God forbid, watch a sharks game, raise a glass to Nana, the loosest motherfucker on the face of the planet. The woman looked at the sharks when they were in reserve grade team and thought, yeah, that's a sensible use of my emotional investment. And the woman who went out of her way to make sure every kid got to play rugby league, the game she loved. I love you, Nana. I miss you already. How good is that? Yeah. <laughs> How good. Um, you got an epic photo from uh, from Brock. He uh, chucked a Twill Tourist sticker on a uh, surf charter boat in uh, Sumatra. Sent us an email and said, uh, keep up the epic work with Twill. Fucking love that shit. Your Twill Tourist stickers on a surf charter tender doing remote tours off Sumatra. Uh, privilege to see Freddy's Blues hit their straps like they ain't done for some time on our arrival back to WA. What a cracking night. Hope you boys are doing sweet and look forward to the continued weekly relief and joy when your podcast pops up on the screen. Roll Good on, shit. mofos. So uh, with, if he, if he uh, lets me know, the, you know, his permission, I'll chuck it in the, you know, chuck it on the Facebook group and stuff so you guys can see. Good stuff. Um, oh, and it, it, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention fucking Nort, who's... He's an OG Nortz, and um, we had some fucking great times with him. And uh, he sent us some uh, photos through the week of uh, you know putting a, a Twill Tourist sticker, or, you know, at fucking Stonehenge. So- <laughs> Nortz, fucking Nortz, either directly or indirectly, has sown the seeds for so much stuff in in this uh, last couple of seasons. Yeah. Some fucking great, you know, the double headers and oh, yeah, fucking yeah. fantastic. The whole, the whole Sarge thing. The whole, the whole, the whole, Love Noughts. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, tremendous. And, I mean, people are getting to the point now where they're going to fuck up something that, that like, of, of world heritage significance <laughs> with these fucking stickers. <laughs> Someone's going to tip the Tower of Pisa next. Like, just, it's like that straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah. So, you know, have, have fun. And, I'm starting uh, to Enjoy think- yourselves and don't fucking get arrested doing anything. Yeah, we like, we do not endorse placing the stickers anywhere. Oh, I don't feel any like you know potential liability, but I'm just like just fucking enjoy yourselves and look after yourselves. <laughs> and yeah, don't, don't, you know, I'm, some countries I'm open don't take ex- care of people in jail. I'm open to experimentation. But I don't want to be cavity searched by Interpol when we go down to the fucking meetup. <laughs> I'm starting to think that it was one fucking. Yeah, although although you say that, but I mean, at the same time, you sign up to a fucking uh, receptacle app that, that, you know, has all the chicks are just like, I want to, you know, like, you know, stand on your dick with stilettos and fucking tie you up and fucking stick knives in your fucking asshole. Man, the, the amount of ones that fucking flick their bean to the first time reading Twilight and now just want to cut people while they're fucking is scary. <laughs> I tell you, that's an excellent, excellent, uh, excellent app, though, and uh, I look forward to signing up. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh hell. that's! I'm, I'm starting to think it was a Dari smoking twill fan that fucked up that church in Paris recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, oh, and also, uh, it was funny with the with Just, the- Sorry to finish it. North yeah. North twill tourist at fucking Stonehenge. You twill tourist at Stonehenge. <laughs> fucking that's- legend. Um, and uh, yeah, and so I was. It was funny. I was. I was just thinking that I, gee, the fucking polos for the you know that second round of memberships and everything taking their sweet ass time. And I got an email from the guy, and he's like, oh, like two weeks plus after it was all paid for and organised yeah. and everything. He's like, um, he's like, oh yeah, it'd be about, be about a week and a half. I go, what like a week and a half from like 
two and a half weeks ago when I paid or like a week and a half from like this email. And, he's like, oh, and then I got an email today, like literally the day after. Uh, it's been shipped and it's, it's a tracking <laughs> number. And so I should have them. I mean, you know, being a career, I'll probably get them tomorrow. So I don't know if I'll be able to get them out tomorrow, but certainly on, on Monday. So anyone who's been waiting, I uh, appreciate the patience and uh, they will be out you know, very soon. Um, that's it. It's full time for episode three twenty six. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, look at the the value you got. We, I mean, we were sitting down talking before this, saying, "Look, an hour, hard out, fucking, we're doing it for an hour." Super Express episode. Yeah, a bit of foreplay either side. Yeah, you know, cuddle a bit afterwards. Yep, yep. Um, at TWI League on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Um, I forget what the groups thing is, but you know how to fucking find it. Hashtag Twill Nation. I think it's like groups slash facebook.com forward slash groups like forward yep. slash twillation people keep adding it every week so yeah I mean, fucking lurking cunts in there yeah there's some there's some lurkers in there but there's a lot of people as well you like you know you see someone you know just start fucking gronking off and you're like oh oh yeah nice and we've got this new subset of, of people in that group the um, the Aldi the Aldi people like we got the Aldi rock like you know, Dane Johnson and, <laughs> and uh, then we got there's a Matt Scott in there and Jeremy Smith and yeah, we got yeah, we got all these Al- Adam Mog. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to you boys. Um, also, I had to I go into autopilot at this at this part of the show every week and just you know just, you know said the same thing about fucking you know what three hundred and twenty five times. Um, but we also have a subreddit set up by uh, the great man uh, Egg Council Creeper. And I keep forgetting to mention it because I don't write it down. So I actually wrote it down this week. So yeah, head over to r slash this week in league for the, if you're a Reddit user and uh, try and get that pumping a little bit as well. Um, iTunes, I've got some reviews this week. So I fucking signed up to this. I got with, you know, doing podcasts you get emails all the time from people who have created some sort of service for podcasts and you know blah 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 and they're like you know look we want you to try it out for free and you know whatever and like usually i'd send them straight to the bin but this was like some something that talks about you know like your chart rankings and all this sort of stuff and i was like i've got no fucking idea and like honestly i don't really care but um but i'll see what they offer and so i sort of signed in and everything like that and um they sent like a, a digest email out after the first week. Jesus. And um, of just like, oh, you know, in fucking United Arab Emirates, you know, you're like, you're, you're 126th in fucking podcasts and shit, you know, stuff like this, That's right? That's fucking unbelievable. And, um, fucking shout out to <clears throat> Dubai. But what it, do- what it also does- Hang on. Why is no one paying us to go out there as models and then asking us to do freaky shit with their fucking cheaters? Yeah. That's what I'm happens. I'm down with that. Yeah. Fuck, what, what have we said that gives you the idea we're not down with that Dubai? Exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll fucking put my dick on your Williams supercar or whatever, in, <laughs> on a fucking desert dune or something. Yeah. I'll fucking jizz on a camel. I ain't gonna fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, pay me. <laughs> Look, I'll tell you what, it'd be the most fucking meaningful thing anyone from Tour Nation's done in an Arab country. <laughs> but to bring it back around... This digest email is like, it also says, oh, here's the new reviews you've got across any fucking store in the thing. Oh, so I'm fantastic. like, oh, tremendous. And like, there, was, there wasn't any from stores outside of the Australian store, but in future, when I yeah. expect that it actually will. And not just and not just the iTunes store, because what, what it has here, it has the, um, the uh, 
the name of the person who, who did the review or like the username or whatever, and it says via Apple Podcasts Australia yep. or via Apple Podcasts whatever. So yep. it should identify like other review places, which I don't even fucking know what they are. Like I don't okay. like people who aren't on iTunes. I don't know what they. I don't don't know where where they would do reviews, but maybe there are these. Would they all be in Russian or something or Chinese or well, North <laughs> Korean? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, well, not in English because they're maybe uncultured fucking animals essentially. Yeah, um, but anyway, speaking of cultured animals, we got a uh, a tweet from uh, M Luke, like sprog to my ears, five stars. <laughs> Honor your bets, store out a Mars bar and send the receptacle to pick up some dirty bird as you strap yourself in for a two-hour express episode podcast that's half Urban Dictionary and half Rugby League, a pod truly fitting of the greatest game of all. <laughs> Actually, who the fuck was it? Was it was it Mitch who did the Urban Dictionary thing for the dolphin <laughs> conversion therapy? <laughs> Shout out to Mitch as well. That was tremendous. Um... Then we got another one from Lockie H, life changing five uh, five stars. It's like hearing the Beatles for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tremendous tipping on footy tips. The top ten is as follows: Tuzi on top, tied with Honor Blood Buzz. Then tied on uh, two points back. That's a two point break on the rest of the field. Then we go back to Millennial Suck, Wobby Farah, Voodoo Rock, and me. And uh, then we go back another point to Simon F. PT Tiger Man, Ben Dunn 43, that cunt, and Matt F. So uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever been in a hunt in a twill tipping competition at this stage. Usually I'm at least 125th or something. Probably fucking where you are. I don't know. Are you even in it? <laughs> See, here's the thing. Yeah. I like my tipping. You know, I like my relationships. <laughs> Hands off. Zero accountability. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like no, my, I'm not in it. It's like my fucking super, my, my super coach team. I did have the I did have the goal to have the worst super coach team ever, but I fucked up and picked some uh, eighty-seven thousand dollars sleepers. Well, some yeah, some 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 sleepers that are proving to be pods in my in my team of zeros across the board, except for the I accidentally fucking bought uh, Bronson Sherry. You yeah. know, before round one yeah. and and Sivo from the Eels before round yeah. one and some other cunt that I keep forgetting um, that fucking Simonson I think it was Simonson from Canberra I think is the other one um, Supercoach Notorious P.O.D. still fucking killing it uh, dropped a little bit but still on top of our comp by far uh, Bradbury's Legends then we got Sam Seals Ivan's Lost Sons Big Papa Power Arkham's Inmates Haystacks Calhoun Super Turbo Bros Can't Deal Eels and uh Love truck legends. So that's it. Nice. Uh, our late episode. Um, I'm not going to apologise for the lateness. You guys all commented after the last Origin game. Just it was just so happy. We just sounded so happy. We had never heard us so happy. Yeah. And so I hope that you got the same feeling because, uh, yeah, I'm at least five, six times happier than that <laughs> that time. Fucking. Yeah. And uh, building building the dynasty that. Uh, an empire that I can't ever see falling in state of origin football. Never. And um, it's going to make 10 in a row look like fucking, I don't know, something insignificant. Yeah, no. Newcastle's fucking winning streak, I don't know. Something, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, whatever. Some shit. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. See you next week. Later.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.